so tight. What do you mean? So tight. What do you mean tight? Like close up. Well, it's just good that way. Is it better that way? Yeah. Did, you want to be further we, apart? Did we make the <laughs> Maybe just like zoom out a little bit. No? Maybe it looks beautiful. What do you think? I can zoom out a little. Just a smidge? I think so, right? Does that feel nice? 200 episodes in. I know. I, I think that'll be good. I'm because I'm, I'm looking at. Do you at, prefer the other? You can zoom in. I don't. Well, mind. I'm just also thinking when we cut things for TikTok and Reels. I also think of that now too. Okay. But it's gonna be better for further away because you know when people cut it and like it's the. It's too close. It's too close. Maybe I should just tilt it down a little. Let me just tilt it. Tilt it down a little, babe. I like this. Here, I'm gonna go very gently. I can't. All right. Really let's see. see let's doing. see. Let's see. Uh, careful. The two. <laughs> I think that's good. Is that good? Yes. Okay, we this got is, it. Yeah, we're good here. And then my hair is, I just washed it. It's Do you want to feel clean. it? Ooh. So I put a little shampoo and conditioner because I had product in it yesterday. Wow. And so I didn't want to put product in it today because we have a dinner tomorrow we're going to for a birthday. And I'm going to put some product in my hair again. But anytime I put product in my hair, I want to use shampoo and conditioner. So if I do it every day, then I wash and shampoo every day, which I don't like. So if you put product in your hair today, you would have to wash it tonight. Yes, and then we have a dinner tomorrow where I'm going to put product in my hair, then have to wash it again with shampoo and conditioner. But why not put product in and then let it do its thing? I need my hair clean if there's product for when I sleep at night. Oh, I don't want anything on. Like okay. So what I do is if I have a few days where I don't need product in, just the natural like letting my hair yeah. go for six days will create like more of some texture. But right now it's super clean. So I'm sacrificing the 200th episode <laughs> for a birthday dinner tomorrow so I can look fly because oh, yeah. I'm meeting Alyssa's, uh, basically brokerage, the brokerage everyone. and all, yeah, everyone is going to be there and I want to, you know, show up he wants to have and nice look hair, my best. <laughs> and so I still got to figure out what I'm going to wear, but this is an interesting time. It is. Being on, like I'm the outsider. Yeah. Like we do everything together. And I think with days, you were part of days with me for so long that you weren't walking in after all this time. You knew everyone. But I only knew them because of you. And then once we started the podcast and I got to have real one-on-one -on -one conversations, I'm like, oh my gosh, all these people are so amazing. But you got to go and make the relationships every day. Well, now that's what you're doing. So, yes. so now I'm on the outside. So I'm walking in and I only heard of people. That's I only true. met a couple. So... Yeah, you just want to make a, a good nice impression. impression. And uh, you'll be perfect, honey. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not overthinking it. Not at all. The Pisces is a not an overthinking. Not overthinking it. So what time do we have to leave? No. Um, well, let's hop into today's episode. We are celebrating our 200th episode, and we went to Instagram and Facebook to get some questions, and we categorized them in these five categories. So we have podcast questions, we have personal development questions, we have real estate questions, we have dieting questions, and then we have some personal questions. So we're gonna break, and then there's like subcategories in each of those, but we broke it into categories yep. so we could stay organized and have a nice fluid um, conversation without it jumping all over from topic to topic. Yep. So we planned it. Ooh. Wanna hop right in? I do. Welcome everyone to the Freddie and Alyssa show. If you're new to the channel, 
What a great episode to pop in, 200 episodes, thank you. And if you're new to the channel, be sure to subscribe, like, comment, all that fun YouTube stuff you're watching on Facebook and you wanna like the page, that would be awesome. If you're listening on a platform like iTunes, hello out there. If you wanna leave us a five-star review because you think we deserve it, that would be amazing. Mm -hmm. We've been putting out content now professionally for almost four years. We're celebrating our 200th Freddie and Alyssa show episode. So thank you for your ongoing support, you showing up every single week, watching the show, commenting, sharing the show just warms our heart and it's because of you we get to do what we love. And so just thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, and then one last little note before we hop into it. If the weekly podcast is not enough for you, there are two other cool things. Number one, we've been doing a membership podcast. Yep. So if you wanna become a member, you can click join on YouTube or we have the link down there or support now on Facebook. And we do an additional weekly podcast every single Sunday. We've been doing this for a while now. We go live yep. and we've done an additional 34 episodes over there for the membership podcast. So if you're interested in supporting in that way, you can check that out and you can vibe with us twice a week. Um, another thing we have, which we don't really promote ever, which we wanna start promoting, is we have the Freddie and Alyssa Show Clips channel. So if there's anything that we think is really interesting or unique or entertaining from our full length episode, we're going to, we're, we're clipping those and putting them on the Fred and Alyssa show clips channel. So if you're busy that week and you can't watch an hour, we'll be clipping some really cool things. So if you want to also look in the description or go look for the Freddie and Alyssa show clips channel, we have a bunch of clips mm -hmm. over there as well. And we're going to continue to add clips to that. So I just wanted to share those two things love with it. you. Um, but let's kick this off. Hey, before we kick it off. I know how much you love surprises. <laughs> you hate surprises. I, yes, what is this? There's no weird surprise. I literally just, <laughs> I just thought of this. Since it is our 200th episode, I thought it'd be really fun to start the show off by asking each other this question. <laughs> There's no one here, don't worry. Um, with 200 episodes under our belt, number one, what was your favorite episode? Number two, what episode do you think you learned the most from or something you thought that was really interesting you learned? And number three, what was one of the most shocking episodes to you? And I'll have to think about that too because I just came up with those. Maybe I'll <laughs> simplify this. <laughs> I think the it's really hard to pick a favorite episode because we've just explored so many different avenues we've had so many friends on our our podcast and a lot of people that became friends from having another podcast so i can't pick a particular favorite one okay um but what i will say is the learning experience of each and every podcast there's something we learn as people mm -hmm. and there's something we learn from guests or things that we're learning because i feel like when i learn something to share on a podcast you learn differently when you have to teach mm -hmm. and that's a really good trick that's helped me learn in my life is that if i'm going to share something with all of you i want it to be consumable i want to communicate it and articulate it correctly so you can enjoy it so anytime i'm learning something in life i pay extra close attention so that i can share it here and that's okay. what has really helped. So I think just doing the podcast in general has been um, just a learning experience for me. And I hope that we've taught you something along the way. We try to share all our little nuggets with you. I love that. So for me, I would have to say one of my favorites was getting our readings done yes. live a couple of years ago. That was so much fun. And it's crazy to look back because quite a few things that she said were gonna happen, we've seen happen in life, which, hey, take with that what you will, but it was just so much fun. You know I love to have a fun time. I thought that was really cool. 
Um, when it comes to learning, I absolutely agree with what you said. I feel every single episode I'm learning something from someone or just experiences in life. But I thought it was really cool when we had that hacker on, the CIA hacker, ex-CIA yes. hacker. He had just some incredible, incredible stories. And I, you know, I love a good story. So that was cool. And lastly, what was the last question I asked? Shocking. Oh, the most shocking. Hmm. You know what I did find shocking, actually? When we had Deidre Hall on and I learned about her entire story um, of, you know, having a baby and what that took that really shocked me i had no idea about that or her story so again at the on the podcast it's just so cool to learn and make relationships and hear what people have gone through because your story that you know maybe you're going through right now it might touch someone later who's going to need to hear that story so that being said episode two (laughs) just like that of the freddie and Alyssa show now if I was inexperienced, and this was episode 10, right. I would probably get up and try to fix the balloons that just fell. <laughs> but they're going to continue to fall, and it's going to continue to distract from what we're talking about. Right. So our heads are now the zeros. Move this oh. way. Episode 200. <laughs> Smile for a photo. This is good for the thumbnail. <laughs> we might use that as a thumbnail. We will see. Cute, cute. Um, well, that's great. And then, well, and then just to give you, um, let's just hop into the... The question I think what what's really fun to talk about is is what do you see for the future of the podcast? So we talked about what we've learned. What do you? I think we I think we have the same obviously vision, um, but I think you're a little potentially a little more patient than I am. But what what's your what's your ultimate goal here? Well, it's quite interesting. If you've been with us since the beginning, we have gone through so many different studios. I mean, when we first started the podcast, we were on Facebook Live, our very first one ever. It was when our podcast was called Personal Growth Nation. Yes. So that's before it even became and evolved into the Freddie and Alyssa show. But we started on Facebook. We were living in a one-bedroom apartment, and we were doing our sound check. And when we did our first ever sound check, there was a feed that came back. So I had to run down to the car. The sun was setting. I'm like, how am I going to have video? He stayed upstairs, and we just improvised. And you know, at the end of the day, we did it, which is the most important thing. So we went from that to then we start. We moved to Pasadena to another one bedroom apartment and every single episode we would have guests over we'd set everything up the lights the table the mics it was just crazy and then we'd tear it down and then eventually we moved back to studio city so he could be a little bit closer to work and we were like we have to find a place where we can have a studio well turns out that's when our crazy pandemic happened and so it was a really great thing we had that studio because anytime we were feeling you know inspired we would just go in there and we just yeah. film and we'd shoot so before obviously all that happened we were able to go and have guests into our studio and it was so much fun but then as we moved here it's kind of been a traveling podcast because we went cross country from cali to florida so cut to current day we've made some more pivots if you will we've learned that you guys love everything to camera if you are watching so we continue to do that all of that being said I know our big vision for the show is definitely to have our own studio yet again, but one that we actually go to. I think we've learned that we love that. We love getting out of the house. Um, Obviously, having incredible guests, 
you know, maybe they're thought leaders, maybe they're people with inspirational stories, maybe they're in entertainment and it's, you know, someone that's incredibly talented in the music world, whatever it might be, we want to bring you guys value giving guests. And at the end of the day, we're here to inspire, educate or entertain. So I know we want that so bad and we're just waiting for, you know, to continue work and for the stars to align for that to happen. But what would you say for you? Because I know every day, y'all, I hear him talking about this every day. 10 times a day. Well, I, I love it so much that if I had, if we had a producer that could help, I would do a daily show. But the, the idea of all the research to then film it, edit it, do all the post-production and do that every single day is, you know, is five, six hours a day. Yeah. But if I could just be the talent, if you will, and uh, go live for, or not live, but film for 45 minutes a day, I would. So that's something that potentially could happen in the future once we have an actual yeah. studio. And we wanna be able to up the production value. Cause I think that's gonna level us up to like Freddie and Alyssa 3.0. And not just like a little studio, but I'm talking like what you'd almost see on like a daytime television, like yeah. that kind of studio. We wanna have a team of like two to three to four people. We were just uh, in Sarasota at a photo studio. And that's like my dream come true. They had this entire, I was counting the squares on the floor. I was trying to figure out what the square footage, but I didn't want to ask. And they're very nice people, but I didn't want to ask what they were paying this for that. Guy. But I counted the tiles on the floor and was doing the measurements. And I think it was a 1,200 square foot place. So I was doing the math. I think they're probably spending about $5,000 a month yeah. to, to rent that place out. But they were taking our photos, mainly her. But, they, but we want to have a photographer come. Every single time we do a podcast, we want to have guests there. We want to have local business owners, influencers, local you know friends or business partners, whoever we're meeting, to be able to come to the studio, take pictures, promote each other's business on social media, then have an actual studio that has seats for two, three, four people, have guests come in, but have somebody there who can offer water, who's doing the lights, who's doing the audio, who's doing the video, who's doing the editing. Yeah. So that we can sit down and look at our notes and provide in a wonderful interview to give you all value by interviewing someone amazing. So we want to run like a full production, but that is in a perfect world with all of that. Even if we were to skimp on a few of these things, it's going to be a $3,000 a month investment. Yeah. So in order for us to see the return on that, we have to almost wait until a certain time financially where a $3,000 a month investment is the right thing to do. Yep. Um, but that's the big vision here. And we, and we will do it. And we will. And, and I think exactly. what, what's important is that we're building these deep relationships with all of you right now. And we want to, we want to keep leveling up. Like we want to keep impressing all of you who've been here for the past three years or for just the past three yeah. weeks. We want to keep bringing you entertaining, inspirational, educational stuff. And, uh, and so we're very happy with what we're doing, but those are just goals that we have in the future. Um, so, you know, we'll keep you posted on all that yes. kind of stuff, but there will be a time for Absolutely. that and we will get back into guests. You know, we definitely could do zooms, but, um, just the quality of it's kind of difficult. Yeah, yeah. It's very, you know, so we, we might, you know, but once we have a studio and then we can actually have a big TV and we can have a producer or even ourselves be able to hook up audio and help somebody be able to send us audio through Dropbox so that their video is good and like make it a production. Sure. I just think that's the next level yeah. of being able to do that. But we might sneak some zooms in we'll every see. now and we'll then. We'll see. And um, yeah, it'll be exciting. I just think you got to be patient. Take every day, a day at a time, be consistent. And that's what we're doing. And that's what we're building towards. So 
Exactly. And I think this funnels perfectly into Ooh. the personal development aspect of this. Um, this is kind of what we just touched on a little bit, but is there something that you've always wanted to do that you haven't done yet? I mean, there's a ton. <laughs> like what, maybe, maybe pick one or two. What, what's one or two things? Um, first and foremost, I want to travel to Europe and explore. I feel like for me, experiences over anything of material value it's just what I choose. Like, I want to go experience. I want to go visit. I want to, I love to see the world. I love to learn from other people. I love, like, anytime I go somewhere, I have to go see what the locals are doing. Like, where are they going? What are they eating? What's happening? Because you really get that rich culture and understand how they live versus let's just go to the touristy place, which it's still cool. Don't get me wrong. I mean, especially with the sites. But yeah, visiting Europe, and I just mean, like, so many places there would be incredible. What about you? Well, it's interesting that your mind went to that. Mine went to business. Work? Yeah. Um, me and Alyssa, uh, like this is like after the podcast studio, after the real estate <laughs> business, uh, down the road, we definitely want to start a business of our own, um, whether that's, you know, fashion, fashion oh my gosh, 100%. Um, or, you know, some sort of product that we're really passionate about, but build like a coffee company or a wine business or a fashion yeah. business. So there's something in the future, which could be a year or 10 years from now. I don't know, but that's something that I'm really excited to do. I, I, I want to really focus, especially moving into 2022 and, and Alyssa and I are on the same page here is we have now laid the foundation for everything that we want to do. And the next step is really starting to add to our business and grow a team. Mm -hmm. Like that is what we've been wanting to do for many, many months, but we're getting closer and closer to making that a reality. But being able to grow a team is going to help everything that we're talking about happen that much faster. Yeah. Um, not in a quick, unproductive way, but just like what it takes to go next level. Yeah. So that's what I see. I, I want the responsibility of being able to run a company but before even that, getting into some real estate investing, like yeah. I'm just like really obsessed with like having a handful of things going on, having multiple sources of income so that you're not locked into just one thing because how we knew even in the acting business, you know, I think that was one of the benefits of not being like for us right. in the traditional corporate America is I feel corporate America sometimes can feel a little more safe, even though you've heard stories of downsizing and things happening. But if you are a good employee and you work really hard, you can build a 10, 20, 30, 40 year career somewhere. Right. Being an actor, you set yourself up for just like craziness. And I never liked the feeling of just like, if I ever get fired or I can't book something, what do you do? So at an early age, I always started thinking like, well, how else can we have money so that I'm not reliant just on that job or not just on the podcast or just on real estate, but it, like investing in a fashion brand, like all these different avenues, I think creates less stress knowing that your bases are covered multiple times over. 100%. But I'd like to go to Europe too. <laughs> but when it comes to other business aspirations, everything you said, I agree with and I think for me, number one would be fashion, having our own fashion line, being able to design like that is a true deep passion of mine. I'm obsessed. So I think that would be quite a fun adventure. I want to do, I want to do like a wine or something, but there's also just so many more regulations when it comes to like a consumable, right? especially alcohol, like the red tape, like something when it comes to like clothing, 
there is there's nothing you're putting on or in your body like a topical right. you know it's close right. it's, so the only thing as long as it's good quality and it ships on time as long as it fits there's no issue of course you and, can ship it to all around the world very fast so i'm thinking of that but it's whatever we're going to be passionate about and oh, we'd absolutely. be passionate about both oh i definitely agree and it's funny when you think about it because even something like tequila which I love tequila, but that part of the market is has some heavy hitters in it when it comes to people like George Clooney, The Rock, Kylie Jenner. And then now her half-brother, Brody Jenner, came out with a tequila bubbly. So, you know, oh, yeah, yeah. That's so cool. it's just interesting to see what all these people do. But I just think when there's something you're passionate about, especially, you know, if it is clothes, if it is alcohol, the thing I like about the alcohol experience for creators is you get to go and really explore and find like the best. It, it is. And, it's a lot of work, though, but I'm also, sure. but also, too, with clothing, <laughs> there's a million, if not a billion, clothes designers. So it doesn't really but matter. But they ain't us, baby. But the thing, but the thing <laughs> is, is that I think the economy and the way we purchase is changing. So even if you like, we don't need our tequila in the grocery store. If you build a big enough brand and you do marketing correctly, people are buying direct anyway. Yeah. So everyone who has any sort of notoriety or or are building brands are going online and they're just shipping directly. Yeah. Like Gary Vee sold his wine brand. He never had it in stores. Yep. So it's it's just the connection that you're making with people around the world. If you can make funny commercials and it can go viral, you'll sell out. You know so that's who, what the world's turned to. Who I saw sold her brand today for first time in 21 years was um, the Spanx CEO. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Blake? Sarah Blakely. Sarah Blakely. Yeah, she had said, people would always ask me, when are you going to sell it? When are you going to sell it? Because this was like a labor of love for her. She started when she was so young. And um, at the end of the day, she goes, I'll know when it's time to sell. And basically what I got from the gist of her post was that they're really looking to go global. So they're partnering up with this other company that has the resources to do that. However, you know, her ultimate goal is always going to be to elevate women and that she's done that so beautifully. Like, you don't understand the brand of Spanx, what it does for women. Like, Spanx is the best. Even their leggings, like, it just holds your body in this different light and it looks so incredible. And she still has, like, quite a bit of a share in the company, but, you know, she's selling it. So uh, everything happens in life. You know, you evolve, you grow, things change. But for her, it was meant to be. So, I don't know, just a little side note. I love it. I, I think it's fun. It's just fun to build something. Yeah. And the same thing in entertainment. You know, there's going to be things we do in entertainment. Um, so it's just, it's just, but right now, those are just fun goals. Sure. But we can't get caught up in those lofty goals. It's like, what can we do today to mm-hmm. keep pushing towards what we need to do and focusing on producing great podcasts, growing our, our podcast, and growing our real estate business is the two main focuses yeah. right now. And I just realized that I forgot my ring. <gasps> <laughs> Freddy! Why did you not have your ring on, sweetie? Well, there's certain times that I just I get I just forget. But I was I was going to play with it, and I was like, "Oh, my ring is off." Oh, you know, we had a podcast once. He forgot to wear it, and so many people were like, "Oh my god, why is he not wearing his ring?" <laughs> I did, I put it on my nightstand because at night. Because he's and it's forgetful. Like, that's why. I'm I'll not. Tell I'm you not. Why. I'm not forgetful. I just you know you wake up. I'm like, if I'm gonna go for a walk, I don't want to get a, a at tan the gym, line I get, at you the hate gym. That. You know, so there's like certain times. But when I leave the house and go places, I usually have it on. 
usually always you heard she it has here hers first. on more than than I do but uh, my mine's always in here oh. okay this is just a, a symbol but the real is in here I never go anywhere without it because this <laughs> my heart's always good save babe um well <laughs> on that note <laughs> how do you keep positive during tough times <laughs> and this is the last one here in the personal development section what okay. would you say like how, how do you how do you keep positive during tough times? And, and, and you might be able to interpret this differently. You know, yeah. I think tough times come in different packages. Yeah. So however you'd like to. Well, here's the deal. And I know this is way easier said than done, but everything is mindset and you have to focus on the good. Even when times are so dark, you have to focus on the good things in your life. Like, let me give you an example. And this is why I feel like I can speak on this. So back in 2014, we were in a crazy car accident. I'm sure a lot of you know, um, I was in the hospital for three months, had to relearn to walk, had 12 surgeries, and a lot of those surgeries had to do with my left eye. So basically something hit me in my face and it crushed the wall that holds my eye up. It's called an orbital blowout. And so I had to have metal put in my uh, face twice. And when they were in the process of doing that, apparently my eye muscles kind of were not working. And so I had a lot of eye muscle surgeries that had to basically allow my eyes to move, you know, together so I could see single because I saw double for probably a solid year. I had to wear an eye patch. I mean, it was a whole thing. But I'll never forget sitting in the hospital and like I was upset, clearly, you know, and I there were certain days where. I, I would just, you know, be crying. But I remember there was just one day and I was sitting there, I was crying. I was so upset about my eye. I'd finally seen it in the mirror. And I took a minute and I go, you know what, Alyssa? Like, thank gosh you're sitting here and you're able to cry over your eye that you still have. I could have lost my eye. What a different life that would have been to, you know, not have my eye at all. So I know that's so dramatic, but it really, like, it was in that moment. I'm not even kidding you. I still remember, like, the smell, where I was, just all of it. I go, it's it's all perspective. It's all mindset. So when you focus on the good, you're going to get that back. Energy, everything you put out into the world, you're attracting back. I mean, we've seen that. We've felt that 100%. So during the tough times, feel it through. If you're upset, cry. Don't hide your emotions. Let it out. Deal with it. But then you got to focus on the good. Even if that's one thing in your life, even if you're going through a breakup and it's, it's the worst breakup in the world, go, you know what? At least I'm getting that trash out of my life. It wasn't meant here for me. It's not here to serve me. I'm opening up my, my arms to something greater and better in the world. So just having those mindset talks with yourself, whether you're listening to podcasts, reading a good book, listening to music, whatever gets you in that zone, it is a practice. You're not going to wake up one day and just be like, oh yeah, everything's perfect. Let me just focus on the good i mean you you train your brain to do that and now i do think that way all the time so it's just being intentional with your thoughts and focusing on the good even when times are tough and not allowing yourself to not go through it either go through it feel it it's gonna suck but then move on and figure out what you learn from the situation and that's move all, on from there and that's all you can really do you know this is mm -hmm. the tough love that i share with myself and and i i do this all the time if i'm ever upset like i'll vent Mm -hmm. to her mm -hmm. or my parents. Those are the only two people I ever vent to. <laughs> um, and, but at the end of the day, I always tell myself, I'm like, me complaining will not solve the problem. Yeah. So this is kind of the tough love I give myself and that I'm kind of sharing here is like, you see this a lot um, and it's unfortunate, but if you, maybe this will help 
like, you know, have a different mindset about it, that if you do complain, if you do woe is me, if you blame, if you play the victim, even if you were the victim, it's like no one's going to help you. Right. Like no one's going to help me. And you know how I know? Because we went through a lot of crap. Mm -hmm. And no one, and I don't mean no one helped. Like we had love and support from our family. But the actual work to get back to our lives, to pay off bills, to to deal with all the repercussions of bad decisions and broken relationships and all that. Like no one is going to grab your hand and help you through the hard times. There'll be people who will listen to you. Mm -hmm. But like you can complain and blame until you're blue in the face. It will never change your circumstance. So no matter what happens, we had someone steal money from us. We were a true victim of a crime and she got away with it. And we could have settled and just blamed the rest of our life as a complete failure, did nothing and just blamed it all on her. Or we just said, I don't really give a crap about this woman anymore. And we're going to move on with our lives because it's her loss. If she would have just been a great business manager, she could have grew with us for years and we're going to be worth a lot of money one day and she could have made her money legally. It's her loss not to be a part of our lives. And we learned so much about money because we were forced to. So believe me, I was bitching and moaning. Believe me, we had moments. But just catch yourself. If you're complaining, go, go, look, I'm complaining, but I'm going to vent because it feels good. You got to let it out. But then when you wake up, up, yeah, the next day and you go, look, all right, this sucks. But what can I do? Oh, everything. What can I do? What is your course of action today to make your life better? What's the problem? Try to find a solution. Don't call your friends and family after you vent once and every single day vent. Call them and maybe work out what's a solution. Don't keep going over the problem. What is the solution to get you out of this mess or to get out of this? And there is some things that are going to happen in life that are inevitable. If you lose a family member, if you lose a loved one, that's a whole different topic. Right. You know, those are those are just sad moments where you grieve and remember the and remember and that's another thing that's easier said than done. But if you take family loss out of it, everything else in your life right. is really finding that solution and and get yourself out of that. So that's how I stay positive because I can easily complain or blame, but I go, I'm not gonna waste my energy. I'm gonna stay positive and work on positivity yep. because yep. that's gonna move me forward. And uh, and that's that's what you do. I mean and also, don't focus on what you can't control. Focus on the things you can't control, like how you react to things that yeah. happen in your life. And that's it. Once you master that, that's all it is. Yeah, a lot better. Someone, yeah, it's just yeah, react in a positive way. And 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 even after we've done it for so long, I still there's times that I just want to like <laughs> say something or snatch someone out of their car. Oh yeah, oh yes. Um, but, but we don't. <laughs> we don't because things can go bad, and then they end up consuming 18 months of your life. So sometimes I always feel, um, you know, GTA, the video game. Yes. You know how they pull the person out of the car. I have my moments where I want to do that. <laughs> I yeah. don't think I probably could physically do that, but. But it's just going to cause so much more drama. Yes, and I think that's where I grow it. is like there were times that back as a kid where you'd almost get into a fight or did get into a fight. And it's like, I would never do that now unless I was protecting my life. Like if someone was talking crap or I'm getting out of here. I don't yeah. want you to hit me and hurt me or me to hit you and hurt you. People end up in jail for that kind of stuff. Like, I just want to be upset for 15 minutes and go live my life. I don't want to deal with the courts. I don't no. want to deal with these problems. That's an no. extreme example. But it's like, 
I, I just don't want to, I just don't want to deal with it. Like, or even if it's like a troll message on, on Instagram or on YouTube, nope. I have a really cool thing that I came up What's with. What's that? So I always feel when people say, oh, I blocked someone. I don't like how that feels. Okay. I don't like the energy around blocking someone, but I love blocking someone. So here's what I call it now. The comments that I'll get very rarely, very, very rarely out of a hundred comments, 97 are positive. Maybe one is like a constructive criticism, which we appreciate, but then there's just like two stupid comments. Um, but what I do is I don't think of it as blocking them. I think of it as unfollowing me for them. There are certain people and certain comments that we get that I go, why are you following us then? Let me unfollow me for you. Huh. That's what a block is to me. Hmm. I'm not blocking them. I'm just unfollowing them, unfollowing me for them. Okay. Because if if you, because there's even certain comments, especially on YouTube, you can look at what they've commented in the past. Like you can click on a comment and it'll go, they've commented on seven like, videos. Ah, they've been negative. And I click, yeah, and I click on it and I go, all seven comments over the past year you've left have been negative. Unfollow Allow me us. to unfollow you. You don't like it. Let me unfollow me for oh, you. That's what and I that's what I do. And so... That's just, I will never engage with somebody who's toxic because it's a waste of time. We're not trying yeah. to accumulate 7 billion people to watch the podcast. We're trying to find as many like-minded people who enjoy this. Right. And if you don't, there's a million others. There's no need to write negative comments. So I unfollow <laughs> me for them. Wow. Wow. You heard it here so that's first. That's how you stay positive. Last thing is surround yourself with good people, not people who drain you, not people who complain your ear off every day, not people who drag you down not comments or, or trolls, out of here. This is a wonderful, positive space for wonderful, positive people. Ooh, I love that. Well, let's hop into real estate. Ooh, a little real um, estate. So let's, let's try to simplify all this into like, like two questions. Okay. Um, let's start with this one. <laughs> Are you getting your realtor car? My realtor car? Car. Like realtors, I feel, are known for driving up in a Mercedes okay. or something like okay. that. that's what I was thinking. So what's your thoughts on getting a realtor car? Well, I have two answers to this question. <laughs> Being the Leo sun and Libra rising, my realtor self would love a realtor car. I, I mean, let's, you heard it here first, you guys know. I love nice things, I love luxury. However, the experienced and well-lived Alyssa Marie Tabit Smith knows that at the current moment, that probably would not be wise, and we should put our money back into the business and continue on our plans so we can get a house. <laughs> Do you like that, is it good? I have taught her well. <laughs> So at the current moment, no realtor car, but never say never. Now, you think I could just leave that question there without dropping some deep financial knowledge? Please, honey, give it to us. So here's the deal. First of all, would a Mercedes help when it comes to making real estate deals? Would it help in if you're in PR, if you're in loans, if you're in any sort of sales position? Um, it can't hurt. Yeah. I think that's a fair way. Yeah. It can only help that someone sees and perceives success. But this is 2021. 
And most of the time, you're not pulling up your whip to a place and doing deals on a sidewalk or a parking lot or a place where people are like, wow, Alyssa must be successful. You kind of see a BMW, an Audi, you see a Porsche, you see all this, you see the way they're dressed, you see their handshake, you see how they make you feel, and you might go, this person seems successful. And then you stalk them on social media. And that's where you get a real vibe of somebody. So I almost feel like really focusing on on building a positive experience on social gives just as big of an impact as a Mercedes. Right. Now, eventually, when a Mercedes is equivalent to like $2 a month, <laughs> then I think it's worth it. But here's something to keep in mind, which Alyssa knows. <laughs> if you were to go get a brand new Mercedes, even if you leased it, you're looking to put down about five to $10,000 cash. That five to $10,000 cash is gone forever. It is gone. You're literally lighting $10,000 on fire. Then you're going to be dropping $700 a month every month, and that's being lit on fire. Now, you can write off that amount of money. You can write off $700 a month, which is about $8,400 a year, which is going to lower your tax bill a little bit, which is awesome. You could buy your pump and gas one day, and someone thinks it's 1982, and they go, hey, Mercedes, are you a realtor? You look successful. I'm looking to buy a house. But here's how you look at it. Instead of spending five to $10,000 on the car, instead of spending $700 a month on the car, you put the $700 a month into a personal trainer, good food, running Facebook ads, doing a photo uh-huh. shoot, doing things for social media, running five to $10,000 of ads and acquiring clients that way by leveraging all of this as well. So there's different ways to spend the money. There are. And we've learned that because we used to have two Lexuses back in the day. We did. And the payments were like $1,000 a month. And that was just a waste of money when that 1000 could have been invested into anything else. Dave Ramsey the other day said the average car payment's 500 a month. If you start at 30 years old putting 500 a month into a Roth IRA account, by the time you're 70, that 500 compounded will be about $5 million. So what is the cost of you buying those luxury cars? <sighs> This is what she lives with. <laughs> All this the time. is why we have our Volkswagen VW, which is a wonderful car, backup camera, sensors, it's clean, it low mileage, and it gets us from point A to point B. And all the money that we're saving by not having a luxury car, we're putting back into running ads, to be getting photo shoots, to getting new equipment eventually, or things that we need. So we're being a little more smart with our money, and we're saving for a house and investment properties. So I just wanted to give the financial aspect. I love it. that. And to add on, there is a time and a place for everything. And I think right now in our life, what we're building toward, it just doesn't quite make sense yet oh we're gonna get one (laughs) we're gonna get one we're gonna have like five really nice cars one day but that's when it's like time when there's just when 700 becomes literally nothing Nothing. then you do it yeah and then also too i feel like back in the day especially the realtor car happened because you actually were taking your clients in your car yeah driving around they don't you don't really do that anymore you usually meet people especially with everything happening in the world so things are just kind of changing a little bit but and it depends on the impression you make i think someone could also have a mercedes but not know anything about the market not know how to communicate with people and someone's going to be more thrown by that us pulling up in a nicely cleaned washed veta i mean jetta it's like it's a 2019 we're also not driving like something with the bumper hanging on the ground it's a respectable nice normal car and how we shake hands, how we make people feel, the knowledge that we have is what's important. Yeah. So I think the Mercedes, like you said, back in the day was cool and it's still cool now, but that's kind of the reasoning for it. 
And I bet you the person you ask goes, sorry I I'm asked. I'm so sorry, you guys. <laughs> no, I think that that's good. I'd for... love to see the retention after that. <laughs> no, I think people are interested no, in that great. kind of stuff. It's great. And it's smart to be smart. It is smart to be smart. Well, why don't we move on to May? To May. Tell to me more about me May. About um, May. the dieting tips. Oh, why don't I ask you some questions here? Great. Well, as you guys may or may not know, this incredible gentleman next to me has lost over 20 pounds in 60 days by following a very healthy, strict diet, which we'll get into. And he's been working out a lot, and I'm incredibly proud of him. He is just really deeply committed to this thing. So I salute you because I know sometimes I don't make it easy. I'm on the other spectrum of this where I'm more of a calorie counter, so... I kind of eat what I want, but I just watch my calories, whereas he's actually doing the right thing. <laughs> you know? how, do you, how do you make it hard on me? Was it the dozen of cupcakes you brought home? Was it eating Burger King in the two-hour drive yesterday home? Yes. Where I couldn't yes. find I, anything I, to eat? I feel really bad, but I told you we could stop at Publix and get I you know, some fruit. I know, I get some fruit. I'm just going to wait. I'll, I'll take the calorie deficit for the day. And it helped. It did. That was great. It I was, did. It was, a, it was the first day in a long time that I actually ate like 500 under than what I should have, but I was like, every now and then it's kind of good. But all that being said, what have you been eating and how much have you officially lost? So we, I never got my actual like weight. I was too embarrassed at the time because I just felt so terrible about myself after this summer. Um, but if I had to guess, I think I was around 212 and uh, now I'm 191.5. So I've lost about 20.5 pounds. Ow. And... Um, Here's basically what I've been eating. Uh, I started on the Whole30 diet. I actually heard about the Whole30 from Chandler two years ago. Wow, that's he, right. he, When he came back to the show, when was that? I don't even know the dates anymore. But he, he wanted to lose like 20 pounds. And he kept it off all those years. He looks great. And I remember he was on Whole30, and that's the only thing I never tried. But I wanted to change my relationship to food. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to just crash diet. I wanted to actually eat healthy. I wanted my inflammation to go down. So I decided to try this Whole30 diet, and what I've been eating is this exactly. Um, I started off the first 30 days, I didn't have grains, but I added grains back in. So, um, so on day like 36, I started eating this, and this is what I've been eating every day. So in the morning, I have two pieces of Ezekiel toast with uh, organic almond butter. Then for lunch, I'll have two hard-boiled eggs, I'll have a little bit of, of leftover ground beef, and I'll have a baked potato with just salt. And then if I'm hungry in between a late dinner, I'll have maybe like a little bowl of blueberries, just frozen blueberries. Then for dinner, I'll have beef or turkey, and I'll have it with two bell peppers, a half an onion, a little garlic salt, and a little bit of salt. And I mix it together, and I've been putting spinach in it lately because I don't have any dairy, and spinach does have some <laughs> I've calcium. I've seen it all over the house. So I mix that in, and I have the entire thing in a bowl, and I leave just a handful for the next day's lunch. Mm -hmm. And then at night, I will eat a big bowl of frozen blueberries and a handful of pistachios as a dessert, which is awesome. And I have eaten that the past, like, 30 days, and the only thing that changed was the first 30 days I had no Ezekiel toast and almond butter. I just had fruit in the morning, hard-boiled eggs. I still have my baked potato, but I've just been eating just really clean yeah. and working out like four days a week, either jogging, walking, or hitting the gym and playing with some weights. But 
the biggest the biggest thing here is that we all know that that's how you lose weight. Like if you truly eat healthy and you work out, that's the simplest thing. I think even for me, I was looking for some trick. Cause I go, how do I keep eating burgers and drinking beer and, and having cheese and <laughs> processed food and how do I still lose weight? Um, and at the end of the day, it's the, it's the mindset of it. Yep. You know, And I wouldn't even look at it as losing weight cause I think that's where you'll get frustrated. Look at it as you're gonna be proud of yourself. The discipline it takes for you to go, I'm having 1,600 or 2,000 or 2,500 yep. calories. You have to figure out on, on a calculator online with your age, height, gender, weight, um, what you should be eating calorie-wise and eating clean food. But the discipline and the person that you're going to become by making those daily sacrifices yep. is what you're going to be proud. And the, the good consequence is you lose weight and feel great about yourself. So don't think of it as losing weight. Think about it as you're conquering that voice in your head. And that discipline is going to bleed over to other aspects of your life. And that's what I've really seen. It's interesting because I feel at around the same time, a lot of people close to me in my life all started watching what they were eating. And throughout the months, I've just noticed just such confidence come out in all these different people and just happiness. I mean, if, when you look good, you feel good. When yeah. you feel good, you do good. It's just how life rolls. So I'm just so proud of you. I know it's a really difficult thing to do, but you have just stuck to it. And the thing I will say about you is when you're determined, you make it happen. Literally have, nothing will come I have way. not cheated, not one no. time. I have not had a piece of dairy, processed food, refined sugar, or alcohol in the in 63 days and i just want to finish out the year i'm going to add some more stuff back in but i'm i'm really pumped about it the last portion is going to be some personal questions kind of plans so we've got we've got what are the what are our plans for halloween and what are our plans for our one year anniversary on december 31st 2020. Oh, 2021? 2021, yeah, yeah, yeah. our one-year anniversary. Word. Are you time traveling? So <laughs> what What are we going to do for Halloween? Halloween, that is a great question because I feel like October has been quite a busy month for us. And normally I feel we do more festivities of the Halloween, but we're going to get to it because today is only the 19th. I think we definitely should go back to the celebration pumpkin patch. Remember yeah. we went to last year. I think we'll carve pumpkins. Right? Make That's some always fun to do. Seeds. And when we lived in LA, what's funny, I feel like every time we live somewhere, there is one pumpkin patch we go to every year. So when we lived in LA, I mean, for literally, what was it, nine years? Then we went years? to the same yeah, pumpkin the patch? Yeah, the same one. So I think it'd be kind of cool to start that here and go to the celebration one. Yeah. And that's just kind of the one we go to. So we'll do that. And then I haven't really thought about costumes. We've been like, like I, I feel like we're not even in October. How's it almost Halloween? Yeah, I think we might miss this one. I mean, I think we'll, we'll dress up to some capacity for yes. maybe the podcast, but I don't think we're going to like go do anything. Yeah, I don't know yet. Let us know if you guys have any ideas for costumes because we're definitely dressing up. You ain't getting it. As long as I can get one. it from Amazon. <laughs> if so. it's something simple, I might do that. You can get the Squid Game No, costume. Squid Game is going to be too overdone. Calling it now. It's going to be the most popular costume. Um, but what about <laughs> our anniversary? This has a little mm. more of a... We have more time to plan. Okay. And we never did a honeymoon, but no. I still don't want to go overseas yet just because of the of times. But we could do something in Florida. We had many suggestions of a post that I did not too long ago 
of places to go. So maybe we'll do like St. Augustine or we can do maybe the West Coast, yeah. Naples, or maybe we can go South Florida. Yeah, do what a little mini moon just for a couple days because we never really ever got to just celebrate, you know, being married. It's just, and obviously times were, you know, very yeah. different. Um, but I think that going, I think St. Augustine would be really cool. We just got to look into it if it's going to be like a, if it's, if it's going to be like, I want to go somewhere fun, not just somewhere cool and interesting. Right. Like I would love to go to St. Augustine to like document, to like yeah. learn, but like to go on a four day debauchery, well, I that's would like to be, go to like a- That'll be Key West. The West coast of Florida is like not the panhandle. I mean like Naples, Sanibel, that's more of like chill relaxation, which could be which really I'd fun like. too. Yeah. Um, a lot of wa- water sports, beautiful, beautiful waters. Um, Key West is a lot of fun, though, too. I haven't been in a very long time. But if you're looking for a pate, Key West is Maybe also. that. Yeah, we just want like four days because we, we didn't, we've, I mean, we haven't had, we've never actually just unplugged, shut our phones off and just were with each other on a vacation we wouldn't shut our phones off. We would document on stories and <laughs> Who stuff. Who are but, we? But I mean, like, truly on vacation where we're not doing some sort of work. Yeah. Um, we haven't done since 2016. So we have never gone just like, hey, we're going to go to a beach where there's no wedding happening, where there's no, like... Even Brand you, deals. Yeah, like, even when, you're with, fa- even when you're with family, it's not a vacation. Like, you're getting up early and you're spending time with yeah. family because that's family time. But to actually just be a couple who goes to a beach town, who sleeps in if they want, drinks, dances, hangs out, has zero responsibility. We don't have to like wake up early to shoot a bunch of photos, um, which we love. I'm don't take, don't get me wrong. I love everything we do, but we just haven't made the time for just us to take five days to just go and just do us. So I think that'd be a great mini moon. Yeah. Let's think about it. Let's definitely do something for sure in Florida. And if you guys know of any secret spots or yeah, let us know. That would be fun. But I absolutely love that. I can't believe it's been almost one year since I I became Mrs. Smith. That is wild. It honestly does feel like yesterday. I, I, you know what I'm saying? It, 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 on one note, it feels like yesterday, but then at the same time, it feels like forever ago. Everyone feels like that now. I I think the whole, like time is now becoming much different, you know, just, we've all been, uh, you know, changing, but But, yeah, I think that would be so much fun. Let's do it. So let's do it. Um, yeah. Let us know what, what you think, if you have any cool places and, uh, we just want to thank you so, so much. Um, I had a lot of fun, our 200th episode. So thank you for the questions and, and feel free. Anything you want to know, we're an open book. Please let let, comment below and we'll try to get to as many questions throughout other podcasts. Have a great week. Uh, thank you again for your support and we will see you next Wednesday. Take care, everyone. (laughs) 